For six weeks prior to that, they kept on saying it's your fault. Hey, podcast listener, you're about to discover insider tips, tricks, and secrets to making more sales and converting more prospects into customers with email marketing. For more information about the email marketing podcast or the autoresponder guy, go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. If people are like, having uh, some of these issues or they're, or they're thinking about this or, or maybe they're brand new even and they're looking to set themselves up for success like what are some of the ESPs you love and also if they're starting from the scratch maybe what steps should they take to be proactive about avoiding problems yeah that's that's a great question so that's actually the the one of the number two questions I always get is which ESP should I be picking? Which, uh, which you know, it's 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 a valid question because you know definitely people want to uh, people want to know what's what's quick and easy. Um, do I have a favorite one? It really does come down to what tools you need to make your business successful. And I actually have this cheat sheet that I actually give to people um, that actually lists the priorities. So that you know, okay, if something like, let's just say if you need 24-hour support, right? Mm -hmm. Email is a 24-7 game. It's not Mm -hmm. a nine-to-five game, right? Right. And we all know in email that the problems don't happen between nine-to-five. They happen at 5.05, okay? (laughs) So so that's it. So depending on your business, you know, this is why I have this checklist because it really depends on what it is that you need, right? So for me, I can say that I need need 24-7 assistance. That's what I need. I need to know that if there's a problem, I can pick up the phone or I can speak to, you know, someone via chat and I can get it resolved because if I'm not emailing, I'm not making money. And if I'm not making money, I don't need a service provider. So, so this is why it really comes down to what it is that you need. Uh, Of course, you want to keep things as simple as possible when you start, because that's the other thing too. That's what kind of intimidates people is that you know there a lot of people are somewhat for some reason intimidated by email because there's they think there's a, there's a lot of setup that needs to be done there isn't much setup to be done but you do need to be aware of what will set you up for success like simple things like you know email authentications and ESPs that allow you to actually authenticate your own domain name as opposed to using their you know uh, their from they're from sending domains and things like that, right? So those are all key aspects that, because again, you're trying to build your email reputation, right? When you're using someone like MailChimp or you're using someone like ActiveCampaign or whatever, you're not building your email rep. You're building their email rep. Which means you can be on their system for two years, be happy-go-lucky, then one day you get a spike in complaints or they don't like what you're sending and they kick you out after two glorious, beautiful years, and then you have to start all over again. Right. So, so, you know, those are the things. Again, it's, it comes down to making sure that, you know, the ESP that you're working with is, you know, that you set up your, your short-term game and your long-term game. 
right? So short term, yeah, something like MailChimp is perfect, right? Mm -hmm. If you're looking to grow your business, it's a perfect solution. I use it too for a lot of my clients because it's it's really, you know, really simple. They have Mm -hmm. some really good automations now, trigger systems. It's really, really nice. It's really quick and dirty, but I would never say, okay, keep your business there because their customer service is absolutely horrendous. It's it's terrible, right? So that would be a good short-term play, you know, for like whatever it is, three to six months until you get to your X amount. And then I would look more into, you know, looking more into kind of an enterprise solution more where you have, you know, that transparency and that relationship where you are building more of your email reputation. Yes, it's a little bit more costly, but long-term it has major benefits long-term. And then eventually, you know, once you get, you know, past the ESP and, you know, you're making, you know, you know, maybe, you know, 50, usually I I don't recommend clients move to their own MTA, to their own mailing system until they reach at least a hundred thousand dollars a month in revenue. Right. If you're doing 100K a month in email revenue, then you should be exploring those options. So there's a solution and system for everyone, if that right. makes sense. No, it certainly it certainly does make sense. And it goes, uh, you've covered everything from the, the very newbie beginner to the, uh, like you said, someone making over 100K a month. I think that's uh, yeah. interesting too, that, uh, that sort of mm-hmm. progression. Because I, yeah. I, I would agree with that too from what I have seen. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe let's get into talking uh, more about just actually writing emails and things that maybe, you know, people may be unaware of in terms of uh, things that may cost you uh, reputational status. Sure. Uh, oh, yeah. And, you know, the things you're actually sending to your customers or would-be customers. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's actually one of the things uh, I actually have an email group, the uh, email Maverick group on Facebook. And one of the, uh, one of the favorite topics people always love is whenever I ask, you know, I'll pull from my spam folder every single day and I'll be like, okay guys, what's wrong with this message? Right. Right. Because there's so many things wrong. I mean, you know, a lot of people that are getting into email marketing or, you know, even businesses now that are successful, you know, try to model themselves after big brands, not Mm -hmm. realizing that these big brands, okay. Uh, 98% of them are emailing all wrong. Right. And there's a reason why they're in your spam folder. There's, there's a very valid reason. It's because of the fact that they're just not doing the number one thing that the email was meant for, which was engagement. You know, that's the big misconception that people have with email is that, you know, unfortunately there's, you know, over 10 years of bad information out there about email. There's been some gurus out there, obviously, right, that (laughs) try to sell you the juice that your emails need to be a sales page, right? Right. Right. Uh, When an email, last time I checked, doesn't have a checkout, right? There's no (laughs) add to cart. There's no nothing. I mean, it's not a website, right? Right. It's a display medium, right? Mm -hmm. That's what it is. It's a display medium, right? It's it's a point A to point B. That's Mm -hmm. what it is, 100%, okay? And where a lot of these companies fail is they fail on the engagement, right? They fail on the fact that they don't understand how to get to that point. How do we get that, that user that just opened their, up their email? How do we get them to click? Because that's, that's the purpose. It's not to make the sale, right? Mm-hmm. Well, again, a lot of brands are very ego focused, right? It's all about, oh, here's our great product. Here's 10% off. Buy our shit. Buy it, mm-hmm. buy it, buy it. You know, not realizing that people do not under, like users do not understand, uh, that 
you know, a Facebook channel is different from an email channel. Like they don't know that to them. Right. It's, it's, it's just, the, it's, the, it's a medium. That's it. They open up their email, they see something mm-hmm. as opposed to in our world, right? In the internet marketing world, we, we know we segment things. We're like, okay, if you're marketing for Instagram, you need to do this. If you're marketing for Facebook, you need to do this. If you're marketing for email, you need to do this. When in reality, the rules are not different. You know, the rules of engagement apply the same for all of them, right? right. So this is why it's, it's sort of like you have to sort of shift how people think a little bit about email. And that's, I can tell you that that's been one of my biggest struggles in the past couple of years is just realizing how much terrible information has been out there. Because if you look online, there isn't much information about email. You can't find any good info about right. email. Right. You know, and that, and there's a, there's a reason for that. Right. And this is why uh, the main reason is because again, like you know, email was born from this spam mentality. So all of the really amazing emailers out there are not going to be public about what they do because they're all afraid. We've all been afraid, Mm -hmm. right? We're all afraid of being uh, spam housed, being listed and basically losing our business because if you get a listing on spam house, you're screwed. You know, I mean, you're not going to go to jail, but you're going to get screwed. No one will work with you. So this is why there's not a much, there's not a lot of information information out there about email. There isn't, right? You know, and this is why it's like we're dealing with all this like 10 years of, of bad info. So, and, and again, you're dealing with, you know, service providers that are giving you best practices from 10 years ago. Like <laughs> I'm still getting emails like, and this is emails that are coming from MailChimp, right? Or whatever right. saying, okay, guys, whitelist our email. Do you realize the common person does not understand what whitelist means? Right. And on top of that, how do you whitelist? Right. How does your mother, how does your grandmother, how does your neighbor next door whitelist an email? Right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like, uh, I know because I've, I've had to make like videos for people's audiences doing exactly. just that to explain everything. And yeah, and then you, yet you see it used so commonly as everyone's supposed to know. And let me tell you, they don't, they don't fucking know. <laughs> exactly. And, this, and the worst part is, I, I mean, I... When the whole GDPR thing happened, and that was like a clear indication of just how bad some of these ESPs were, like mm-hmm. are, that we all got inundated. It's like, why did we all get inundated? Why did Canadians, why did people from the US, why did people in where, right. you know, in Australia, why did we get emails asking us to reconfirm? Mm-hmm. You're, firstly, you're, you're an ESP. You have the details on location, or at least you're supposed to have the details on the location of your users, which means that a quick segmentation of users in the EU might have been a lot more efficient, right, Mm -hmm. than bombarding people with thousands of emails, giving giving them the opportunity to basically just opt out. Yeah. That's it. You know what I'm saying? And I remember just getting just inundated with all these emails, and I'm like, guys, you're an ESP. You know my IP. You know I'm in Canada. You're mm-hmm. so concerned with GDPR, but what about Castle Law? Mm-hmm. You've broken Castle Law. You realize that, right? But you don't care. Right. You don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and this was the other thing too. I'm like, when GDPR came out, uh, you know, everyone was scrambling. I'm sitting there and I'm like, but wait a minute. Uh, last time I checked, Canada has a very similar law. Like we do have a similar law, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But our law is, our laws. you have to explicitly consent. Yeah. No implied consent, right? Which means that when you purchase something, 
right? Or when you're at a store, and I'm sure this happens to you because I know that I can walk down my streets and I can go to any major retailer and the first thing they're going to ask me is, oh, do you want us to send the, uh, the receipt via email? Right. Like they always try to get their, your email somehow, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, you want 10% off? Well, we'll send you via email. It's like, well, that's, that's not Castle Compliant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Castle Compliant says you have explicit consent and the proof of that consent. Yeah. Right. There's no implied consent, which means to show proof, right, with something to show that someone actually signed up and wanted to receive my emails. So when I'm looking at all this, when the GDPR, you know, thing happened, I was like, guys, I'm like, this shouldn't be, this shouldn't be major for you because you should already have all the tools in place. Right? right. It's just a smaller shift. All you need to literally do is add one more checkbox or modify the checkbox. That's all mm-hmm. you need to do. That's yeah. it. It's literally one modification, yeah, you know, and add a list out. of EU. Yeah, and add your list of EUIPs so that when someone lands on your page, the the information pops up and you're done. That's mm-hmm. it. But everyone's going crazy, saying, "Oh my God, it's great!" And I, and I'm sitting there, and I was like, "I was Canada right now." Mm. I'd be like, "Wait a minute, guys, something's up here. We, yeah. we need to go after some of these companies because obviously, they don't have compliance down." And if I was Canada, like if I was, I would have jumped on that ship and I would have sailed all the way to like oh, yeah. sending infractions because it's it's incredible. Like we've already had, if I'm not mistaken, a few. I think about five cases of castle mm-hmm. laws of people um, of people breaking them. Right. So. You know, and again, this all stems from misinformation, you know, Mm -hmm. being set up to fail by their ESPs where people gave them too much control, too much power, right? Mm -hmm. They didn't empower themselves with the knowledge they needed, right? Uh, The same way that I empowered like uh, Dave with the same knowledge. Dave didn't know all these things, right? Mm -hmm. He didn't know like, well, if they don't do this, it's because of that. He didn't know all these things. He wasn't aware until I basically showed him everything and it was like, oh, wow, you know, it was, it was, it was a complete revelation, you know, right. which, you know, totally changed, you know, the way he emailed, you know, and Dave's definitely, he's, he's, he's progressed a lot, you know, progressed a lot to a point where he, now he's running an agency. So, right. you know, good for him. Absolutely. But just goes to show that you need that knowledge. Absolutely. It's crucial because there's still, it's still the highest ROI thing on the internet is email. People's businesses are being driven by email. Oh yeah, you know yeah. to such an extent that this this is a, the the most important thing, and yet they handle this type of information so cavalierly. I know, and the you know what you know what breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. I don't know if you've ever been in the room of e-commerce uh, of e-commerce entrepreneurs, like e-commerce store owners. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. ever been in a room with them. My heart every time I'm in a room with them, <laughs> because. You know, you can ask them a question about Facebook, Google, every single one of them will raise their hand. They'll have an opinion. They'll have some sort of fix. They'll know something, right? But you ask them about email and maybe you're lucky if you get maybe one or two people, right? To mm-hmm. raise their hand. A lot of them are just going to, you know, they're, they're just going to, they're just going to um, repurpose some best practice they got from their ESP. Right. And it breaks my heart because I'm like, you guys are obviously successful, right? Mm-hmm. You're making money. You know, you're feeding the beast, but you're not taking care of the most important aspect, which is your business. Like email is what takes care of your business. Mm -hmm. Email is what is what recovers that shitty 20% margin that, you know, you're lucky to get on a good day. Yeah. You know, email, you're talking about, you know, 70, 80% margins. You're talking about 300 minimum, 300% returns and a thousand percent returns. Right. 
Like if you're a business owner, you know, yes, you need to feed the beast, but you know, what would you work on developing more? Would you Mm -hmm. work on developing, you know, front end sales or would you work on something that's actually going to bring more money to your business? That's actually going to help support it, you know? Right. And that's what kills me is whenever I'm around them, it's just, it breaks my heart. It totally breaks my heart because, you know, they have all this opportunity, you know, they, they want to keep making the sales. They want to keep growing. But, you know, a lot of them are just afraid. A lot of them have been burned by shitty ESPs. And that's just, that's just the case, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Because, again, they, a lot of these e-commerce guys think that, you know, well, you know, people sign up for my list. My email should automatically inbox. And it's like, no, man. <laughs> no, you can't. It's like setting up a Facebook ad and saying, well, I set up a Facebook ad. Okay, guys, bring my sales. <laughs> you know, it's like, that doesn't happen. Yeah. That like you're putting unrealistic expectations on something because you were set up to fail, right? Right. You were set up to fail by the MailChimp's, all these guys saying that all you needed to do is set up a couple of automations, you set it and forget it, and you make tons of money. <laughs> and that's not the case, right? It's the same Clearly. thing. Yeah. But yeah. Sure. Set up a Facebook ad. Set up a Facebook ad and set up twenty dollars a day and walk away for thirty days and, and tell me how much money you're gonna make. Right. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna bleed cash. There's not a single person out there that's gonna make money. You're gonna bleed it. So you know what I'm saying? So so this is the deal. It's like like anything else, like any other medium, you have to you have to get that knowledge. And the number one thing that I think, like I said, once people understand that email is a display medium and all you want to do is get that click, life will become a thousand times simpler. So once they shift that focus, you're already ahead of everyone. Like I'm telling you, like the minute I tell people this, it's like, it's like, wow, I've never seen it that way. It's like, yes. Once you see it that way, you're going to number one, see your open rates improve because mm-hmm. guess what? Your click rate, your click rate improves, right? Mm-hmm. It's like anything else, right? When your click rate improves, everything else around improves it because guess what? It's showing the Yahoo's, the Gmail's, the AOL's, all these guys that people actually want your emails, right? right. You want them, right? And they, when they want them, they're going to hit the inbox more, right? So that's the point is you have to work on always engaging, right? Which mm-hmm. is my... Which is, which is why I call it the ABEs of email, right? Always be engaging, right? Mm-hmm. So you always want to be engaging all the time because that's critical to your email rep, right? right? Because that's another thing too that people don't realize. People don't realize that it's not your ESP. Everyone still thinks that it's MailChimp's responsibility to inbox your emails. It's like, no, it's not their responsibility. It's your responsibility, right? right? They are just the platform to send out your email. It's your responsibility to inbox and it's all built on your email rep, which is pretty much like your credit score, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you have to think of it that way. You know, if you have a shit credit score, is anyone going to lend you credit? No. Exactly. (laughs) Right. So if you have a shit email reputation, is Gmail going to let you through their door? Nope. Of course not, right? That's the point, right? So it's it's those two little mind shifts of understanding that the email rep is within your control, right? right? So make sure that you have all the tools that you need, right, to improve your rep fast, right? Because some ESPs don't have what you need to improve your email rep fast. They don't, right? right? Like if you look at something like, don't quote me too much on this because I haven't been using them in a while, but I think Drip at one point, I don't think they had trigger sequences, if I'm not okay. mistaken. I could be, I could be wrong. Uh, but some ESPs don't have those features. They don't have a feature where, if you know, I send out an email and someone you know makes an you know and someone performs an action like open or click, mm-hmm. I don't have the ability to automatically send them another email. And that 
will will hurt you trying to improve your email rep. So this is why right. I'm saying this understanding, you know, making sure you have the right service provider to get you to that goal, to get you to where you need to be is important. So how, how do people, I mean, you, you've dropped so much value here. How can people get involved with you? Where can they get this course and how do they connect with you? The secrets in the secrets unboxing is uh, is going. It's going to be a brand new one. Actually, I'm re-releasing it. Uh, okay. So updated it with everything, with all the you know DKIM, with all the stuff that's going. Not DKIM, sorry, with the DMARC, mm-hmm. uh, so authentications, everything that's going on right now with AOL and Yahoo, which is a major issue. Um, mm-hmm. They can actually go to email maverick, emailmaverick.com, so they can actually purchase it there if they want. And uh, you know, definitely if they you know if there's e-commerce companies out there that are looking to you know build a solid foundation and uh, get a strategy in place, then they can always contact me at uh, GabriellaRaponi.com. Nice. Well, it was such a pleasure having you on the show. This is, uh, this has been uh, exquisitely fun. I love, you know what, like I said, I could talk email all day long and (laughs) I I, I appreciate you having me on today. Like I said, the the major, the major deal is is certainly get the awareness out there and really, really push this uh, to as many people as possible. So I really do appreciate, uh, you know, you having me on exposing me to your, uh, to your podcast. Cat, what do you call people who listen to podcasts? Audience, an audience. Oh, <laughs> I guess. I, I, thought, I thought, there was, thought there was like a, a, a special name for it. So, yes, winners. Winners. <laughs> there we go. You're winners. Okay. You're winners. So uh, hopefully they, uh, they got some value out of this and uh, hopefully my, my voice didn't put too many people to sleep. No, I think, I think you've been, fu- I think you've been fun. And uh, this has been a great podcast. Thanks for coming on again, Gabby. For everybody else, of course, we'll be back with another edition of the podcast next time, hopefully with somebody as uh, funny and insightful as our friend Gabby. Oh, thank you. Bye, <laughs> Dave. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you want to become a well-paid freelance copywriter so you can live life on your terms, check out my webinar on how I get paid up to $10,000 to write simple, fun emails. And I'll even show you how I got started with no experience, no connections, and no formal writing training. To get the training, go to www.themcmethod.com slash webinar. That's www.themcmethod.com slash webinar webinar.